Hey everybody, welcome back to a special edition of Talking to Savages. Today we're putting on a companion piece, which I don't know what that means, Randy, but... Uh... It's just because our interview with <laughs> Sterling Scott was such a great guest. And yeah. we had so much stuff, and also something... We, we didn't get to one of the subjects I really want to talk about, which was his situation with Money Mart here, and just the kind of passive racism that happened. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to get to it, so we made it a separate piece. So this is a companion piece, being it's not... it's. Attached to the podcast, but not part of the original podcast with Sterling Scott. Word. Alright, enjoy this companion piece. What is up, Savages? This is a extra piece to the uh, Sterling Scott just episode. Started, started recording now. What is up, Savages? What is up, Internets? It's Randy King here. I'm just kidding. Uh, I with, just made you do that. With Because <laughs> fuck you, Randy. That's fair. This is another episode of Talking to Savages. It's not another episode. Ryan Rother. Is with you as always is uh, Randy King. What's up, Internet? So it's not an episode, though. we are doing exactly. We're doing a special companion piece. We had a conversation with the comedian here, Sterling Scott, and there was a issue that I wanted to talk about that is very important. And so I'm making us do a bonus piece for this exact thing. We had such a great episode with Sterling that we talked the whole. It's the longest episode we probably had in a long time, but there was a very important thing that happened, which is Sterling was refused service at a inter, uh, at a national chain for um, cashing checks. And he walked in to do the thing that they do and they tell everybody to do, and an issue ensued. And I think that we have a platform here, and I think that this platform needs to be used to help people talk about this. I shared these videos personally on my Facebook page, not on Talk to Savage, not on my... It wasn't a marketing thing. I saw you got attacked, too. By, by one of the people we know pretty well. <laughs> If I'm the shadiest well, He's pretty shady. So, but anyway, so yeah, so I post this on my personal page, not not as a PR stunt, not on any of my marketable pages, on my personal family page, because people need to see this shit. And I got attacked, Yeah. and the arguments were stupid. Mm -hmm. And so, I think we need to talk about the situation that happened, because if privilege is a thing, I am it. I am white, I have blue eyes, I like I have all of the privilege. And I th I'm upset like to my core about this bullshit that's happening. Mm -hmm. So, Sterling, you're still here. And hey, we're having so, a good time. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Before before this even kicks off, yeah. uh, what I wanna say is I actually watched that video yeah. and yeah, even as an outsider watching it, I just I didn't even, I, I don't know, I didn't even last like maybe 20 seconds. I just kind of, there's just so much shit going through the internet right now, and I was just, I didn't even last like 20 so you, seconds. So you glossed over it. Yeah, I glossed over it. And that's why that's this. So I just I wanted to bring up that point because it's it. like, and, to be honest. But that, that's the fucking and, problem, And right? after beating Sterling, I'm like, holy fuck. Right. I like, if that happened to him, it's like, I would have been there, dog. I was like, yeah. Don't say dog. So, <laughs> side dog. Side by side dog. Are you, are you fucking Ja Rule right now? What's happening? Yeah, I'm wearing MMA pants. Murder. Like ja Rule. Anyway, right so as we're, as we're going forward. Anyway, Sterling, uh, thank you for doing the bonus segment. Oh, thank you for I appreciate me. it, of course. Uh, we have never done a bonus segment before, but this is super important to me because, again, I was I, I like to think my friend list is pretty informed. Pretty clean, mm -hmm. yeah. They're not. So this pisses me off. So hence why, even though we all just like to drink and have fun, we need to talk about this right now. So sure. Sterling, please tell us the whole story. So let's start off from the beginning and we'll go backwards after. Please. Yeah, so the incident that happened that was on recording was that I walked into a money mart on Maple Ridge in Va in uh, in Vancouver or Abbotsford, whichever we want to call it. British Columbia, Canada. British Columbia. All right. 
and I went to go cash a check. And when I walked in to cash the check, uh, the employee said immediately when I gave him the check was like, um, you're going to have to wait 15 minutes. I have to call head office. The minute I heard that, I was like, I know where this is going, mm -hmm. you know. So the guy comes back 20 minutes later and he just says, I'm not cashing your check. This has happened multiple times. So I wanted to get an explanation for why this keeps happening to me. Mm -hmm. All right. So I was recording and I said, I need you to explain to me the policy and why you're not going to cash my check. Mm -hmm. The reason why I was recording, because if he lies, I have the ability to say to Money Mart, this is what this person has done me. Mm -hmm. If he's telling the truth, I'll be able to say the next time I come back, I can provide whatever that issue is and I can cash my check. Right. The employee refused to explain why they wouldn't cash my check and then took my check and went into the back. He went into the back for about 10 minutes and then he came back out and he threw the check at me and said, I'm calling the police. And I said, why are you not cashing my check and why are you calling the police? And he leaves and calls the police on me. And the police arrived, um, but the police arrived after I left. I waited for the police because I wanted an explanation. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah. I waited 15 minutes. The police didn't show up. The police apparently showed up right after I left. Shocking. Uh, yeah. And um, they issued a statement saying that if I feel I was wrong, that I should call them. Um, now, that was the situation that had happened. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason why this was such an issue for me was because this is not an isolated incident. Mm -hmm. There was three reported times where Money Mart refused to cash my check and gave no reasons or gave ludicrous reasons or, or demanded things that were unheard of and when I provided them, still refused service. I reported them, and Money Mart did nothing. So I have three reports to Money Mart for this exact issue, and this is the only time we're even talking about it because I got it on tape. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when uh, I was telling everybody that this is not an isolated issue, and this is not a one-venue place, this has happened to me at multiple Money Marts. And um, when I posted the video, I, I thought from seeing the video, it would be clear cut. Yeah. This is horrible. Right. Money Mart was wrong. Right. And then I started being attacked. Mm hmm And um, it made me feel sorry for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And it also made me realize that I have to fight for this cause because there's a company out there, and this is not about white and black. This is right and wrong. There's a company that's using and practicing discriminating, racing, racist, and prejudicial tactics. I never at any point in time said this is just a black and white thing. The, no, the news did that to give you guys clickbait. Mm -hmm. Black man can't cash check. Yeah. You're right. going to click on that. Yep. Right? What I said, and if you watch any of the news stories, mm -hmm. I never say white, black, because catch the joke, the guy who did this to me wasn't white. No. Yeah, I seen that, yeah. He was of Indian descent. Yeah. Catch the joke. The other three times, they weren't white either. What I was saying was, this is a corporation. This is a corporation versus a person, mm -hmm. not white versus black. Mm -hmm. And what I seen first on the comments was an outburst of uninformed people 
who thought I was making this a white versus black thing, mm -hmm. and they called me all kinds of N-word and monkey and fraud and go back to your country. I'm a born and raised Canadian. Yeah. Go back to your country and da-da-da-da-da. Maybe there's not enough... Uh, what's the one? This is the worst one I'm going to pull up for you guys. Sure. For everybody in Canada listening, thinking... We as Canadians, we're not racist. I'm gonna pull up an actual, in my message box, okay? I can see, yeah. In my message box, and you can read this, read of what sure. someone said to me. You Nigerians should stop scamming us hardworking Canadians and get a job, or did you ever think that maybe they ran out of monkey money at the till? <laughs> so, these are the messages that I'm receiving, and it shocked That's me. That's by Davis Blake. Yeah. Just for reference, that it, should it, be online. It, it shocked me. It yeah. shocked me that somebody would attack me that way. And it's like, what? what? Oh, I get it. They never watch the video. They don't right. know anything. They're now inside their own feelings. Yes. And so what I want to do in this long form format is express this. Mm -hmm. For everybody who's ever sat at home, because there's a lot of good white people who are like, I'm sick of this. Mm -hmm. I'm not racist. And I'm tired of having to deal with people thinking that because the color of my skin that I'm something and I'm like you know what that sounds like mm -hmm. sounds like being me sure here's your chance mm -hmm. this is an opportunity to realize that this is not about the fact that I'm black but the fact that a company is using prejudice mm -hmm. now that's not acceptable across the board correct I feel no company should be prejudiced racist or discriminatory to any customer so forget the fact that I'm black Let's just look at this. Will you accept a corporation who has racist, prejudice, and discriminatory tactics against their customers? If the answer is no, then you're on my side. Mm -hmm. If the answer is, well, yeah. then you've already picked your side and this is not for you. Mm -hmm. But for everybody else, I'm sick and tired of seeing companies place practices that they hide behind policy that drives a wedge in between us as a culture, mm -hmm. a community, a society, and a country. Because that person's defending their job, their position, their integrity, exactly. but they're upholding the fake ass policies implemented by that corporation. Right. I don't want that guy fired. People were like, I want heads to roll. Mm -hmm. I don't want heads to roll. I want heads to nod in approval that what happened was wrong and that we should come together and fix this. Mm -hmm. This is our chance as Canadians to stand up and fix a problem. Mm -hmm. A lot of people uh, who have cash checks at Money Mart, when I tell the next story of what they asked me for, will be like, that's insane. Mm -hmm. What they asked me for at Jasper and 107 Avenue, when I did a comedy show at the Yellowhead Casino, mm -hmm. and I needed to pay the comedians, they mm -hmm. booked me for a show. Even now. Yes, this is one of the times that was been reported. That's yeah. why you chose. That's why you need money, Mark. Because you need money now. now. You can't wait yes. for a And for anybody questioning, one yeah. of the biggest questions is why did I cash it at Money Mart? <sighs> I will explain for anybody. I feel like this is a horrible, but I should explain for anybody asking. I went to Money Mart to cash a check. It was a Sunday, and if I put my check in a bank account, it's going to hold it for five mm. business days. Like any regular person. I need the money now because I paid all the money to get there. Yes, but also, why the fuck does that matter where you cash your check? That's that's what I said. Right. You know, it kind of felt like, for the honestly, and this is going to sound horrible, 
I go. genuinely empathize to the bottom of my heart mm-hmm. with all those women that came out against Bill Cosby. Because right. when everybody came out against Bill Cosby, what did the internet do? It was half and half. It was, forget those women. Those women are lying. What did those women do? Why are you going to his apartment? Mm-hmm. Those women came out and said, this man raped me. And everybody said, but why were you in his apartment? Yeah. And it's like... Clearly he's going to rape. Why are you near the rape? You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I empathize with that because mm-hmm. it's like when I tell my story, I'm like, it's the equivalent, like I told you guys. It's like walking into McDonald's and somebody yeah. slaps you in the face. And I come outside and I said, I just got slapped in the face at McDonald's. And they said, well, why were you at McDonald's? Burger King's got better burgers. <laughs> I got slapped in the face at McDonald's. Yeah, but it's Tuesday and Burger King's got better deals. Why were you at McDonald's? Sounds like you were looking for trouble. Yeah. I got slapped in the face at McDonald's. Yeah, but your mom makes the best burgers in town. Why are you even trying to eat there? I, it, it, and and it, it seems like it's willing willing uh willing willing ignorance. Yes. So so the only thing I have to say against that mm-hmm. is I don't think anywhere in Money Mart's manual does it say do not give black people money. Now, I'll counteract it. Good. Yeah, do please. That's the only thing and this is as a straight business no, 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 no. perspective. And here's why I'll right? counteract it. And this is their their press statement too. And I know Their that, press statement yeah. was a slap in the face. At no point in time did they address the fact that their employee called the police on a customer without with no reason. At no point in time did they justify or even take accountability for the fact that this guy took my check and left. That was weird. Right? That was and, weird. And well, no point no, in time. Nor would they, though. Like, and no, <laughs> yeah. The money mark guys are like, yeah, we did all that. That's all us. Just yeah. kill us. They don't address it. Send, send me the bill information. They, yes, never address, they never even address the fact that this. in the entire video, you never see him explain anything. Yeah. They never address that. They just go... We regret that you didn't enjoy that. They will throw that so, guy under the bus. Of course, one hundred percent. Hit, hit yeah. that policy though. What? What? Like you said, yeah. hit that policy. I'm just hit that now. Here's why. No, devil's advocate. You're fine. Calm down. No, no, no. That's not wrong. Um, Sterling has a on knife. multiple <laughs> accounts. On multiple accounts, I have sat in I sat in Money Mart and watched them cash the checks of many white males using only ID and the check. Yeah. Do you want to know the requirements that they shut me down for at 107 in Jasper? Yes, please. They asked for two pieces of a government ID. Okay. I provided that. They came back. Do you have the bottom half of the check stub? Holy fuck. It just happened to be my car. Yeah. I, I provided that. Okay. Then they said, "Do you? what do you do for a living? And I said, I'm a, shit. I said, I'm a comedian. They said, can you prove it? I had to... Show them proof of my website that I am a real comedian. Then they said, do you have a poster to show that this show is real? What the? It was in the car. It was in the car. So you had all of this. It just happened to be in the car. Okay. So I got the poster to show I was at Yellowhead Casino on this date and I did this show. I'm getting angry. Then she said, can you provide me the head office phone number of Yellowhead Casino for the person that signed the check. Cash my check. I had the Fuck. number because the guy that booked the show shit. is the guy that wrote the check. Yeah. He talked to them. 
He goes, I'm the head of entertainment at Yellowhead Casino. Yeah. Yes, I wrote that check. Yeah. Yes, that check is good. Then they said, we need the original contract with both signatures. The what? Stating, stating your job and the cost and the date to prove mm -hmm. that this is a real check. Because we don't believe, and it said Yellowhead Casino on the check, that Yellowhead Casino is a real company. <laughs> Jasper and 107. That's a real story. Yeah. I stood in line. There was 10 other people, and they go, holy cow, we've never heard that in our lives. Of course not. And I was like, this, and I looked at all of them, and I go, this is what it looks like to be black. Yeah. Did you guys hear what she just asked for? And I go, say it again. And she said the lineup of all those things. And I go, and I provided everything. And she goes, yeah, but we're not going to cash it. Wouldn't cash it. After all of that, did not cash the check. So anybody who's ever cashed a check at Money Mart, mind you, I didn't videotape that day. And yeah. you know what she was saying? Right. This is Money Mart's policy. I want to keep my job. That's all she was saying. Right. But she this is what I'm saying with yeah. the company. No, it's I the agree. company's fault. That's what I'm trying to point out. Not his fault, not her fault. I just want to keep my job. We all want to keep our jobs. This is what they're telling me. Mm. And weirdly, there's like a, a paint scale of what the fuck I treat people with, which is and, bullshit. And, and it's been reported. Yeah. Money Mart did nothing. So you can imagine now the anxiety, the shame, the fear I feel walking in being like, come on, man. This check says comedy mix. The biggest comedy club in Vancouver. Yeah. This is it. And, and I provided... For when they rejected my check. Yeah. The two pieces of ID. Yeah. The contract. Yeah. The flyer. The website. And then they said, because the check even says, if you slow down the video, made out to Sterling Scott. Yeah. I own my own company. Yeah. So uh, it says uh, the name of my company plus the, my name. So they said, well, technically this is a this is what Money Mart's statement was. Technically, that's a incorporated check. And you need all the directors in order to do that. You're all the directors. And now, I have one more. I have one more director. Oh. But if anybody who owns For a company. For tax purposes. Anybody that owns a company. No, yeah. I do have another director. He does my taxes. If anybody that owns a company, you know mm -hmm. the reason why they're not. Uh, they're saying that that's their their policy yeah. and not the bank's policy yeah. is because when you open an incorporated company, yeah. they ask you who signs the checks, who cashes yeah. the checks, who writes the checks. That's all Sterling Scott. Yeah. I'm the CEO, CFO. Yeah. I'm the owner. The exactly. other guy gets 10% because he does my books. Right. That so everybody who owns a company knows that. But Money Mart will quickly just slide in. Oh, he's got two directors say that but then i said catch the joke the other three times it wasn't an incorporated check oh what's going on now what did you say they've issued no statement to those ah. zero statement zero statement and i said you see this is why in every story you'll see me say this is not an isolated incident yeah but what did money mart do isolated. let's try to make this an isolated that's incident job. that's a tactic right but even in an isolated incident, all you've explained is why you wouldn't cash the check. Yeah. You're not explaining the fact that your employee did not provide the information why you wouldn't cash the check mm -hmm. or why you called the cops on me. Which is crazy. So now, mm -hmm. as simple as that story may seem, mm -hmm. it's pretty simple. 
yet I'm getting the backlash of, you're shady, why are you cashing a check at Money Mart, why don't you go to your bank? People are spending more time focusing on why. That's why I threw that plug in before, because it it, it wasn't anything directed at I don't think it was. Yeah, Yeah, it's just fine. It's just me in general, I'm just busy, I don't have Mm. time for your shit. (laughs) The other... (laughs) So, fuck you... And this brings in a nice time for our sponsors that uh, talking to Sam uh, yeah. Money Mart. Money Mart! Thanks for giving us money. Money Mart, thank you so much. Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, no, yeah, those are actually from Germany. So oh, my, yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're diarrhea. The, the, uh, the daughter of the host gave that to my daughter. She doesn't like them, so we can have them. But uh, yeah, I like that, it's, from it's a big deal. So the daughter uh, of the host, but the daughter I'm, of the host. I'm the host. The host in Germany. <laughs> in Germany. Mm. Calm down, <laughs> ego problems. So uh, the other thing. So what I think that people need to learn. So the biggest, because I shared these videos, and I will reshare these videos when we release this, so people can see them Please again, do. and they, oh, I will. And the biggest comment was people were saying you were being loud and aggressive. If you understand how microphones work. Sterling was near the microphone and recording, and the other person was not near the microphone. And through a glass that yeah, I gotta yell through. Exactly. And the crazy thing that, that bothered me about it is that literally my job is safety, security, and risk assessment. At no point in time should you a uh, policeman called when they were behind glass. You were asking questions. You were being polite. You were using proper. I never swore. You never swore. You were a hundred percent polite. And then, after all of that happened, the police were still called. There was no, there was no reason when you were behind protective glass that, that should happen, right? So I have a problem with it already. I think people call the cops too much, personally. Literally well, five days later, I didn't even know the number. They called the cops on a, a family in Vancouver for using their own pool. <clears throat> it's out. It's you can look that up. There was a family, and it's not nine one one. Like you have to know that number. So yeah, those and guys so, are like, obviously yeah. dicks. But and the, the, the reason why that's such an issue, if you guys are wondering at home, why is it an issue? Mm-hmm. Why it's so sensitive? It's because as a in the black community, when the police show up, it is a proven fact that the police take the sides uh, against black people. Yeah, and uh, a lot of times, black people have been killed innocently. Um, there was a child that was shot. He didn't even have a gun. He had a toy gun. Canada? No, in America. Mm-hmm. And he was like 12. Yeah. 12 year old. And the police shot him because they thought he had a gun. And they called the cops on that kid because he was playing outside with other friends and they said it was too loud. Right. And they murdered a 12 year old. I mean, so, like, things like this happen so common. Mm-hmm. So when you quick draw to call the cops, you're mm-hmm. literally saying, kill them. Yeah. You're, you're saying that. You're, you're not in fear of your life. You want to end mine. And if that's the climate of uh, society today, mm-hmm. I guarantee you most people don't want that. Right. This is why I said this is bigger than me. Mm-hmm. We can't allow companies. Look, man, white people and black people don't want to be enemies anymore. We don't. Mm-hmm. But it's things like this. That keep happening, that keep us divided. Yep. So if we come together and say, we don't want this, yeah. we can end this. And I will stand up. And I showed you guys. Mm-hmm. They called me all kind of N-words, all kinds of terrible yep. things. But I feel sorry for them because the hatred in their heart has nothing to do with me. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. But if we fix the situation, it will help that person too. Hopefully. 
This is bigger than all of us. And, and, and what we just have to do is this, is just to stand up against it across the board. Mm -hmm. You see, a lot of people were surprised when it wasn't a white person that did this to me. Mm -hmm. And I say, racism doesn't have a color. That's a, that's a racism huge is issue. Racism bad across yeah. the board. Yes. I, listen, if you're a black person listening to this and you hate white people, I don't like you either. You're also a racist. You're a racist and yes. I don't like you either. And if you say that I can't be racist as a black person towards a white person because of socioeconomic position, uh. then you're an idiot. <laughs> then you're an idiot. You yes. think the world is flat too and I hate you. <laughs> listen, racism is this. If you hate somebody you never met because of the color of their skin, you're a fucking racist. Mm -hmm. And that's the end story. And that needs to end. Mm -hmm. I do not hate any human being on this planet unless I know that fuck. Fair. So if you know me and you hate me, cool. But if you watch that story and the only thing you said was, well, hold your corner. <laughs> this, is, this isn't for you. I have two things to say quickly. This is the problem. The people that hate people are going to hate people. Yep. The people that hate people are going to hate It's the maybes that are the problem. Maybes. These the maybes, the wells, the wells, <laughs> right? Not the, yeah, fuck, fuck that N-word. And not the, oh no, everybody's everybody. It's the fucking the majority maybes. Is the, middle. the maybes are the problem. And these wells are crushing us. Because pick a fucking side. Like, it, you're either, you're either your side, which I fucking think are assholes, or you're the other side. And this maybe fence-sitting shit is bullshit. That's why this long form mm -hmm. helps. Yes. Because we've answered a lot of the questions. Exactly. When I did the radio today, yeah. they said, we didn't know. This is a radio station. Yeah. They said, we didn't know everything you told of us. Of course. So this long format helps everybody. Yeah. Because we're answering all your questions. Exactly. Soundbite culture sucks. It does, but because the, the culture is going downhill mm -hmm. because social media, yeah. they report, report news faster than the news. I mean, it's crazy. How is the news looking for TMZ for advice? Right. They quote TMZ now. TMZ is and now. And Twitter. Yeah. Those are the big quotes. Twitter and TMZ, social media people, are now who the news quote. Sad. This, but it's not about who gets it right. Yeah. It's about who gets it first. Yes. The second thing I'd like to say really quickly is I train with a lot of police officers. And I'm blessed. One of my best friends is a police officer. So... There's a bunch of shitty fucking police officers. Don't get me wrong. But the police officers that aren't shitty, please don't take this as a shot at you. You keep fighting the fight. You keep making shit better. You, Casey Kekheisen, one of my very, very good friends, he has not a racist bone in his body. He is trying to do everything he can to make this better. So we're saying police officers because those are the people that are offending. But we're not saying, like everything, it's not all. It's never all people. It's not all police officers. But the shitty ones got to go. But the other ones that are fighting the battle, that are pissed. I've talked to so many officers because I'm very lucky to train with them. Who are just also equally upset on what is happening right now. Keep fucking doing it. Keep fighting that upward fight. I appreciate you guys. So I just want to say that real quick. I want to say to the police we, officers we, we were We were talking about police officers. Yeah, we were. Mm -hmm. We were just police officers mentioned. If there's any police officer listening, here's my... Here's my peace bridge to you. Yeah. I would love if a police officer would sit down and say, listen, this is the right and wrongs of how, what a police officer can and cannot do. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because police officers are allowed to lie to you. 
Yeah. And They're so legally allowed to lie to you. They are. Yeah. So we don't know our rights because police officers are low-level lawyers, mm-hmm. right? So they know the law, mm-hmm. but you don't. Mm-hmm. So they can tell you, you're three inches from the curb in a city zone, and that means you can get a ticket, so you either move or I throw you in jail. Mm-hmm. They could be lying, yep. but you don't know. So what I say to this is, police officers who are the good ones, mm-hmm. we know who our bad ones are, and so do you. Mm-hmm. Let's sit down. I'll teach you how to protect yourself and identify our bads if you teach us how to protect ourselves and teach who are your bads. That's awesome. I'll gladly sit down with any police officer who's willing to do that. I'll show you who's a bad person. I'll tell you the traits. I'll let you know. And I'll also gladly ask for the policies on what we should do or what we have to do Mm -hmm. in any of these situations. And I'll gladly shake hands and break bread to do that awesome. because the the, the 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 issue is that black people don't believe any police officer of course is good. not how could they and we believe that the police don't think any of us are good right because when we get pulled over mm-hmm. we're scared for our lives yeah when i get pulled over i say my id is in my pocket mm-hmm. and my uh, i do not do anything i wait mm-hmm. i wait until they show up because they show up on two windows and they make me roll down both windows Mm-hmm. And then they uh, they put the flashlights in the window, and in my, one puts it in my face, one puts it in the car. Mm-hmm. And I say, what can I help you with today? Yeah. Because I don't even know why they pulled me over yet. Sure. And then they say, we'd like to see your ID uh, and insurance. If you are a driver, you're supposed to provide that when asked by the police. Mm-hmm. That is for everyone. Yep. So I don't think that's racist. No. However, if you get pulled over without them explaining to you why they pulled you over, that is harassment. Mm-hmm. So they'll make up an excuse sometimes. So the police officer sits down and says, this is an excuse, this is real. This is a real check stop, this is a lie. I'll tell you, this is a drug dealer, this is a guy going home late. <laughs> yeah. I'll do that for you, Yeah. you do it for me. Right. We'll give up, none of us want our bads. Open conversation. Yeah. Now, I have to do that. Because mm. if I do this in the cool. car, yeah. That's not a good move for a guy like me. Who knows? Yeah. And as silly as it may sound, we've seen videos of black guys going, I'll go get my wallet. Yeah. And getting shot in the car. Yep. Yep. Through the window. Yeah. Can you provide your ID? Let me get my wallet. Oh, get shot. What did you shoot me for? Literally, there was one guy where the cop pulled him over. Come out the car with your hands up. And he came out the car with his hands up and he shot him for coming out the car with his hands up. Yeah. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah, I'm doing what you said. Yeah. yeah. I literally did what you asked me to do and shot me. Mm-hmm. I literally go, my ID's over there mm-hmm. and my, um, my I keep my uh, thing in the glove compartment, but it's over to the left. Yeah. So I go, the thing's in the glove compartment. Yeah, glove compartment. Will you allow me to get it? Yeah. Yeah, smart. And they say, yes, you can go and get it. And I say, and I say it. I have to say it. The fact you know that you have a protocol is bullshit. But I have to. I don't have a protocol. I've been beaten up by police officers. And it's a documented thing. Mm-hmm. And this is, and anybody can look this up. And the only reason why I didn't, because uh, I was stupid and I didn't have any money. Yeah. I took legal aid. Yeah. I'll tell you guys a story. Sure. I was beaten up by four police officers in front of my um, girlfriend at the time's parents' house. Uh, they were called because me and her were arguing. Um, but, uh, there was no violence whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, um, they showed up and one of the police officers, uh, grabbed me 
and he goes, get the hell out. I had no shoes on, no jacket on. This is January. So I said, why are you doing that? Like, don't let go of me. Like, let go of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no shoes on, no jacket. Mm-hmm. And you're, he's dragging me out of the house. Right. Now, I've done nothing wrong. Right. He knows not what the situation is. Right. He came in, grabbed me, dragging me out. Fuck. Now, I go, and I, so I said, stop. What are you doing? When I did that, he pushed me against the wall, right? And then when he had me, so he had me against the wall, and I put his hands down, like, why are you doing that? When I did that, the other officer went behind my back, put my hands behind my back, and he started teeing off. So one restrained you, the second one hit you. And he hit me about four or five times, um, and then they dragged me outside, and then they dropped my head into the concrete, and then they choked me out by stepping on my throat until I blacked out. And then they handcuffed me and dragged me into the car. And then they when I then they used the door to beat my head, shit, um, so much that the ambulance came and reported reported that I had mild concussion mm-hmm. and uh, physical damage. Mm-hmm. Now, does that sound like something that the police is supposed to do for someone who's done nothing wrong? Nope. But here's no. what went wrong. No, not at all. I got a lawyer who said, this is an easy case. This is an easy case, which it is. I did nothing wrong. It should be. You know what he did to me on the day of court? The lawyer? The lawyer. And this is to anybody who thinks that getting legal aid is good. You plead you down? On the day of court, I walked in and he goes, we'll get rid of this, no problem. Just plead out. And I said, excuse me? I didn't do anything wrong. And he goes, yeah, but I'll get you a plea of guilt. For anybody who doesn't know what that is, that's where you say you're guilty Mm -hmm. and then they drop the charges. Mm -hmm. So I said, but then I have to say I was guilty. Correct. And he said, if you don't say it, then we're going to go to court and you're going to get a criminal charge. You make the choice. And I go, wait a minute, you can't fight this? And he goes, it's not that I can't fight it. It's that, then he started lying. I believe he was lying. I can't say he was. Sure. He said, the judge that you're going to get if you go to trial hates uh, people and he stands with the cops. So if you don't take this deal right now, yeah. then you lose. So then we walk into court and I took the plea reluctantly. Right. Yeah. And you know what the judge said? My heart broke. He goes, I don't know why you pled uh, guilty. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. <sighs> and I wish you didn't because yeah. if you did... This could have been a civil case. Yeah. Now I pled guilty. Of course. Sure. So they dropped the charges. Yeah. I have no criminal charges. Yeah. But the only thing on my record right now is assault on a police officer mm-hmm. that was then, and the, the police have the whole trial. So they, my record says I have no criminal record, mm-hmm. but the police say I'm aggressive. Yeah. And that I, I have assault on a police officer of yeah. on my record. So, so when police forever. pull me over. Yeah. They are very aggressive towards me. Because that stays. And I didn't know that. It does. At the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I ended up pleading out guilty to getting beat up. And now the cops are like... Think you're aggressive. You're aggressive. And the other cops... Here's what the judge even said. By the testimony of the other two police officers that witnessed it alone. Mm -hmm. This is not even trial. Yeah. This is me when I pleaded out. He goes, by the uh, the testimony... Of the other cops, even they said you didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, the police officer said that he thought, he thought I made a threatening move. And that's why he beat me up. The, co- the judge said, you thought he made a threatening move, but even when you were hitting him, 
He never threw a punch back. You guys choked him out and subdued him, dragged him to the car with mild concussion, and he never threw a punch back? He goes, I'm sorry that you have to do that, but because you, you said, said it. this. You said it, yeah. Now we have to go with what they said. This is what he's telling me in court. He goes, and because they said that you seemed belligerent, you can't drink alcohol for a year. You're on probation for a year. And after that year, you have no criminal record. And I lost. And though the cops used that against me to this day. But again, it was miseducation, misunderstanding, the, and I lost. The problem with lawyers is they're more like fighters and less like um, advocates. Here's why. The record's more important. Mm-hmm. Judging you down if he thought he couldn't win or she couldn't win it, then it makes better sense for their stats, not your future. Almost all the cases, 90% of cases are plea bargained. Mm. This is why people need self-defense education. This is what just crazy. Because that story fucking breaks my heart. That's and it's bullshit. a real 100% documented. Yeah, I believe you. Down to everything I just said to you yeah. is in a police report. Uh, Forget of course, my words. Of course Four police officers just said what I said. When the judge is sad that you're saying what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, and I was so... I literally looked at him like if I could punch you in the face. Because yeah. I sat there like broken. He's like, you can't win. You can't win. That, the lawyer. The lawyer's like, legal, you can't win. Legal aid, right? Yeah. Legal aid. Fuck it. And legal. that's how I was beaten up by police officers. So do you think I trust them? No. And, if you, and here's the joke. Any police officer could tell you this. Google the name Strong Scott in their system, however they do it. Yeah. They not only know the case, mm-hmm. they know the police officers, the date, when it happened, and what it was called as. And the police officer said that it was assault on a police officer. That's all it stands as. But in the case, if you read the case, he said it was assault because he thought it yeah. looked like I was about to make a fist. Yeah. The, I, I never made the fist. I never hit him. I never swung. He thought it looked like that I did this. This is, he, he's, this is what they said I looked like to do this position. So for everyone listening, I'm standing up. It's that I'm bringing my hands up like to my chest yeah. and closing my fist. Yeah. He said he thought I was going to do that. Right. I didn't do that. Right. I didn't. I, put, I left my hands down because I know better. Don't fight cops. You're never going to win that battle. That's, nobody should. Yeah. I'm a black man. Don't fight cops. Yeah. So I put my hands down and I will admit this. Every time he punched me, I said, your girlfriend hits harder. <laughs> I will admit that. That's All the, right. That's the, that's the words over violence. But I think like. I think that's case, what made him hit me more. Here's the biggest issue. <laughs> Here's the problem. The problem isn't the overt racism. It's the passive racism of the lawyer. That was the fucking problem. The lawyer didn't think he could make a case for a black man and win. That's the problem. The the problem is not the overt. The problem is the fucking subvert shit. Your maybes. Your maybes. Yeah. And you're absolutely right on that. It's so crazy to me. So we got maybes here, maybes here. But all I know is that Ryan doesn't know. And this has been another... Oh, I guess we're stopping now. This has been another great episode of Talking to... Companion to... Companion to... Talking to... Savage.